What Was I Saying is back. Hello. Um, if you're new to the show, for whatever reason, my name is Andy Hogan, and uh, I am now the sole host of this vessel, which is What Was I Saying podcast. Um, if you stuck with the show from uh, what, what it first was, I really appreciate you coming back into it with me uh, and, and sticking with me. Uh, brief history. So the show started maybe, I don't know, six months ago. Uh, me and my buddy Paris Peters put together this platform where we'd bring in passionate people and we'd just talk to them, uh, people from in and around Rochester. And it was great. Things were going, going well, but it's a lot of work. Uh, Paris, you know, is working a full-time job. It, it's just it's too much. I am on summer vacation. I'm going back to SUNY Geneseo come fall, and uh, I got the time to do it, and, and I still got the drive as well. So it's a little different if you stuck with it. What it's going to be, it's, it's myself. I'm going to be doing less talking. I know uh, everybody's happy about that. But what I'm going to be trying to do is still highlight the talented and the passionate that are in and around Rochester. And so I got a few different guests planned so far this summer, and I'm really excited about it. Um, and I hope you stick with me. And, of course, if there's anything that you would want to hear or, or uh, be a part of with this show, send me an email, damn it. Um, my email address is hosts. H-O-S-T-S at www.ispodcast.com. You can send me an email directly or you can go to the website www.ispodcast.com and drop me an email through the email tab. <sighs> so, as always, um, WWIS is going to be supported through SoundCloud where you can find all the episodes um, and uh, iTunes as well. And iTunes has all of those episodes. Uh, if you go to the website, um, I've got them all listed there. You can click right on the episode number. It'll take you directly to the SoundCloud page where you can check it out. Uh, why don't I tell you what I've been up to? Um, because I don't have anyone else to talk to at the moment. Uh, I started up the podcast. Um, and, and let me wind it back, I suppose. So the podcast um, has been an idea that's floated around my head for a long time now. And uh, I guess it all started because I, I really gravitated towards an interest in radio uh, a few years back. And when I say radio, I mean like, of course, we have Rochester's um, Brother Weeze. And Brother Weeze is a huge inspiration to a lot of people, including myself. Um, but other, uh, other radio programs that really caught my eye, um, one in particular, Ron and Fez, Ron Bennington and Fez Watley, um, they hosted a show on Sirius XM for uh, – 17 years, I believe. Um, it has since ended. Really, um, one of the funniest and best put together radio programs I've, I, I've heard. Um, uh, alongside that, Opie and Anthony um, also ended. Both have gone their own separate ways. Um, and I, I really owe a, a sincere shout out to my brother, Dan, Dan Hogan. Um, Dan was the one who kind of launched this whole interest. He got me listening. And uh, once I got listening, I, I, I felt very comfortable with it. And I, I figured this was kind of the direction that I wanted to head in. Uh, soon after I, I, I went to an interest meeting at, uh, the, the school's radio station. Again, that is SUNY Geneseo, um, 89.3, the voice of the Valley. And, uh, I, I pitched them this idea of meet the professors and what it would be is, um, a weekly talk show where I bring a professor down to the studio. I ask them, Hey, how you doing? What's up? What do you do for the school? What do you do outside of it? And, uh, really try to assess the person. Because um, so often we don't get to know our professors on a personal level, and I think that sucks because they have so much uh, sage advice and wisdom, and uh, it extends far beyond just the classroom. But so I continued with Meet the Professors for a while. I got to sit down with a lot of really fascinating people at Geneseo. 
Um, and that actually sort of moved into Geneseo Today, which is what I'm currently hosting as well. Uh, and Geneseo Today, I, I just interview people in and around the valley. Um, so, you know, one episode might be uh, a person at Geneseo who is running an event, um, a campus-wide event. Or the next one might be a, a science teacher at Geneseo School District who is going to Antarctica and has this business as well that brings people all around the world for traveling purposes. I really enjoy it, and uh, I didn't want it to end. I, I didn't want it to just be exclusive to school. So thus, I, I, I rebooted the podcast here. And I got a nice little setup here. We were set up over at uh, Paris's house, so I, I had to relocate. And I'm pretty happy with my relocation, as a matter of fact. It, um, it kind of came together well. I got all the mics back up and running. Um, and I got a few other tricks up my sleeve as well. Um, I want to start uh, hosting musicians in, in studio to do live performances. Um, and so I have a little boom mic set up. Um, and as a matter of fact, my guests today, Ben and Jake from the band Total Yuppies, um, find them on Facebook, Bandcamp, all that. Um, they are going to be sitting down with me. We're going to discuss their new EP, Pleasantries, and then we're, they're going to actually do um, maybe two or three songs for us. And uh, I'm very excited about that. I want to just say one more time, thanks for tuning in. It means a hell of a lot to me. And um, I, I really hope you enjoy um, what's coming. Like I said, WWIS is an ongoing project, and I am going to do my best to uh, be producing episodes with you know some sort of consistency. But it is difficult, and uh, it's time-consuming. And uh, I, I can't promise that it's going to be on a weekly basis like it used to be, but um, I, I have a few guests booked f through the summer, um, of which is uh, recording artist Midnight, who, if, you've, uh, if you listened to the show previously, he was our second episode. Um, folk musician traveling around the country, uh, Carter Halsey, has expressed interest in coming on the show. Uh, Carter is a really talented musician and a really nice guy. I, I would be very lucky to have him on the show. Um, additionally, uh, if, if you stuck with the show, you met Dr. Brad already, Dr. Brad Delano. The last time he was on, we talked a lot about his, um, his practice. He's a chiropractor and, uh, he's going to be coming back through and it's just going to be more of a free for all. Brad is a really smart dude and I just kind of want to pick his brain about a, a bunch of different topics. So, uh, stick with me right now. We're going to scoot over to, uh, my interview with Ben and Jake from Totally Uppies. Uh, enjoy. <laughs> Boys, I want to say thank you so much for joining me because you were the first um, uh, episode of the reboot of what was I saying. So I appreciate it very much. Let me, me, let me express that to you. I, I have with me Jake Walsh and Ben Burdett of Totally Uppies. Jake, of course, singer-songwriter, rhythm guitarist, everything else, you minus it. drums and bass, who are not here. <laughs> right, they're not here. Um, and Ben, lead guitarist. Yes. Uh, now, who are we missing? Um, we, have a, <laughs> we have a bass player named JT who uh, runs a record label that I think we're probably going to talk about later. You we mentioned. will for sharks talk about it. So he's <laughs> definitely so that's JT. Uh, oh my god, <laughs> that was really. Good. I have so many of them. Don't <laughs> just you wait. Um, JT plays bass, and then uh, our drummer's name is Dylan, and he's on tour with a band called Big Fred right now, so he couldn't be here. Yeah, Dylan sounds like he does like everything. Yeah, As Dylan does a lot of stuff. <laughs> Dylan's got a couple bands. He 
kind of does what I do for a band called Full Body. He's like mm. the singer, songwriter, and guitar player for that band. And he drums in Big Fred, and he plays in the Drive Me Home Please live band, I'm pretty sure he still That's does true, that. That's true, yes. And he does this band with us, too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, like, when did it, you guys are about, what, a year in? Yeah, about a, uh, a little less. Like six months. We started S- since like October. I this think, first yeah. single came out on October fifteenth. Okay. So the summer before that, I was writing a bunch of stuff and kind of like backlogging songs so we could learn them together. But yeah, mm-hmm. around October. Well, so and you were in kind of an interesting position when you had to trans like you you had to you know transition from Skirts. Yeah. Which is a pretty popular Rochester band. Thank you. Correct. Yeah, it was, I've yeah. seen you guys. I love that. Band. <laughs> um, <laughs> What what was that like to have move into a, a new platform and what what exactly happened with Skirts anyway? It was cool. So um, Hayden is like the writer, the singer and songwriter predominantly for Skirts. He really writes everything, and um, that's kind of how JT and Dylan and I came together. Um, was through basically being like the rhythm section for Skirts, and uh, Hayden went to pursue grad school in New York. And I'm blanking on what he studied right now, right. but international relations, international right? relations. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I had that in my head and I didn't want to say it wrong, but it I'm pretty sure that's smart. what it is. It's something close to that. Hayden's least. like yeah. super smart. Yeah. And, uh, he, so he's always going to like follow his ambition towards, towards that. end cause he's brilliant. Right. Um, so that kind of left us to, I had like a pile of songs that I w- was writing on the side. Well, yeah. Cause you did, um, you did, uh, I'm blanking on the name. Wholesale your, Kids. Wholesale Kids. It was that was like, like your folk ego. Yeah, yeah. Um, and <laughs> yeah. Uh, folk ego. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and so these songs that are going to be coming up on Pleasantries, the EP, mm-hmm. those are all kind of bled over? Yeah, it was kind of a thing where I was really obsessed with like the 1950s like American folk stuff. And I was really, I was reading a lot of like beat literature and kind of navel gazing a little bit and feeling weird about stuff and it was just like all too much. Like it was being serious all the time with the type of folk that I was writing. It was like really despairing, like no sense of humor stuff. And that was really difficult to do. If you're going to like write songs, it was all really sad stuff. Um, not all of it, but a lot of it. So I wanted to like write bouncy poppy surf rock songs because it makes you feel good. Well, yeah, your guys' song normal life, um, which you can find on YouTube. I'm in the music video. You as a are. Matter of fact. <laughs> yeah, um, there's a lot of people yeah. in that music video. That yeah, we, we have love. a we have a nice little audience much everyone here, of family yeah. <laughs> and friends. Um, Maddie Avino, uh, WWIS is graphic designer. By the Ooh. way, um, <laughs> is is in studio. And Maddie, you are also in the music video. Yeah, Fun mm-hmm. fact. Um, but it, what was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Wow, do you, you do got a real show? spit take, yeah. as a matter of fact. No, that was the only time I've really blanked on um, WWS. So, well, wait. So, I listened to the song Normal Life, mm-hmm. and it's it's reminiscent of the Beach Boys. Thank you. You know what it, it wasn't a compliment. Oh! <laughs> no, it wasn't intended That's to be so a compliment, good, but it absolutely is a compliment. Yeah. But, like, um, it, it's got that, like, dreamy surf rock to it. Absolutely. Cool. That's awesome. Um, and I'm curious, like, how did you consciously transfer or, or transition from skirts into this sound that Total Yuppies is producing. I think um, either one of you. Yeah. Well, well, you wrote it, so I'll start, and then yeah. you can go with me. Okay. I so normal life is the only thing that we released that I did all by myself. So that was kind of like me trying to figure out if this was going to be another like solo recording project or if it was going to be like a full band because I've I'd been doing with the folk thing. It was like a full band thing, but I was doing all the instruments. Um, so I think 
the way it kind of transitioned was I was frustrated writing folk songs and I wanted to write some, cause I was playing in skirts and I wanted to write songs that kind of sounded like that, but also sounded like me. So I brought a lot of influence from bands that I listened to most of the time, which is like Pet Sounds era, Beach Boys yeah. and the early stuff is just like ripping surf rock. And then um, like Real Estate is one of my favorite bands. And I think a lot of that comes through too. I sure. a chorus pedal. So it's just like, for me, that song was like what I wanted to do sonically. Cause whenever I was trying to write folk songs, I always ended up playing like kind of woozy, like a little surfy, upbeat, kind of hazy indie rock. Right. Um, which is kind of how I would classify that song. So it kind of just came from me getting sick of doing what I was doing and then playing in a great band like Skirts where the songwriter had been doing it for such a long time. And yeah. it was just like, it was nice to be able to like develop a way to play guitar and a style without having to write the songs. So that was how that happened. I completely agree. <laughs> Wholeheartedly. <laughs> well, so I guess that, that begs the next question. Um, you guys classify yourself as garage fuzz pop or garbage pop garbage, garbage pop. pop okay <laughs> um what exactly does that entail like what does that mean to you when you think of garage or garbage uh fuzz <laughs> pop do you want to do this one um loud fun music that's catchy and you can dance to it right and it's like mm -hmm. anthemic too like i think that's a big part of like this kind of music to you. Mm -hmm. um well so i guess that kind of leads right into uh the ep mm. the extended play record yeah. Uh, as it's been published uh, yeah. or advertised. Yeah. Um, you guys recorded Pleasantries mm -hmm. at 1809 Studios. Yeah. Yes. With Dave Drago. Davey D. Drake. Mm. Drago? Drago. 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 Think, I'm pretty sure. What is he, Russian? What is that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We've never actually spoken. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm just kidding. No, I don't know. I have no idea. Well, and mm -hmm. I, uh, from what I understand, <laughs> what <are> you? <laughs> you, Jake, were pretty influential in the genesis of 1809, correct? I think he... I was there kind of early, but he definitely had everything up and running way before I got there. Okay. He's, he's been a very generous person in in my career, and then henceforth the rest of our musical lives, just mm -hmm. because he's, yeah. he's, he's very, very generous and very sweet. Well, and also, I'm like, this is like, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is just like a place in Menden, right? It's, Macedon. it's out in Macedon. Macedon, okay. Yeah. Like, you, you couldn't even find it on a map. That, Macedon's pretty low-key it's out there um but i was looking through the names that he has come through there hallelujah the hills mm -hmm. is like a pretty well-known band yeah um yes. and the fact that they're recording here in rochester i think is really cool mm -hmm. uh do you guys work with any of the other bands that he has coming through there i um, haven't you haven't you have i don't think i've worked i i was there when hallelujah the hills um tracked their latest record there which was called a band is something to figure out and I was assistant engineering on that, so I was doing a lot of like moving around microphones and setting stuff up. Oh, cool! And it was a lot of sitting around. But Dave is nice enough to like, if anyone comes into his studio, even like Ben or Dylan, our drummer, has talked to him a lot about it. If there's anything he can do to teach, like non-professional people who are interested in recording, he seems to be very eager to do that because he kind of was very mo self-motivated to learn all this stuff and learn how to do it right and learn how to do it in his way. He's always had like this very DIY attitude about him. Right. So it's, it's nice. He's got a very like welcoming environment there. And if you ask him a question about how something works, he's like very happy to tell you because he wants you to be able to 
get up to his speed as far as recording goes. So you know anything about podcasts? Because uh, I'm struggling. He knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> Not too bad. He knows how to listen to them. I am using a new <laughs> audio platform. I'm using Audacity now as, a pair, uh, as opposed to GarageBand. Oh, yeah. Which has got its own little quirks to it. It's all tough. I don't like recording. I don't like it. You couldn't see yourself in yeah. a producer position? I don't know. I mean, I, don't, I feel like it's lazy, for sure. But there's so many ins and outs of it to learn right. that I, it makes me feel really stupid. And I think writing songs is already like a very vulnerable experience already. And just feeling dumb like two times over is not something that I'd be able to handle emotionally, I <laughs> well, don't think. So, you know, I just, I just watched um, Yank, or, uh, I Am Trying to Break Your Heart, the, oh, yeah. the oh, documentary based on so uh, Yankee Hotel, the making of Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, the mm-hmm. Wilco album. And I look at someone like Jeff Tweedy, who does it all. And we, there's a million Jeff Tweedys out there. You know, uh, you could probably make the same argument about um, someone we all love, uh, Jeff Rosenstock. You know what I mean? Yeah. These are individuals who not only do they write the songs and they, they figure out the chords and whatnot, but uh, they are so instrumental, no pun intended, in every <laughs> aspect of, of that album being made or, or that song being produced. Do you see yourself being, uh, you know, like really focusing hard in the studio? Either of you? Recording, I thought, was a pretty smooth process. Like we had already worked out pretty much everything. I just feel like it would stress and, me out personally. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of it was because we were pretty well rehearsed. That's true. Or, and we didn't have a, a lot of new things to do really. Well, when did you guys start playing shows? October eighteenth. Yeah, think it was like was Halloween time. Roughly Halloween. Halloween was the second show, so it was like a little before that. I remember mm-hmm. because I, I went. I was at um, the first show mm-hmm. at at RIT, and then the second show was the Halloween show, and Ben. You remember Ben showed up in this with with Michelle, his girlfriend, completely overdressed, awesome face paint. Yeah. It was so badass. Yeah. Um, well, so when you guys look back on Pleasantries now, is it finished? Oh yeah, it's mm-hmm. out July first, but it is it is finished in its entirety. Yes, yeah, it, it's been done for um, like months now. So I didn't realize how much. I mean, I kind of predicted, but I don't think any of us can really realize, except for JT, who's putting it out, realized mm-hmm. how long it was going to take to space out singles make music videos and then send it out to people yeah um so we have a we have a blog that hasn't we haven't announced it yet because i'm not sure if it's 100 percent confirmed i'm pretty sure it is um jt's been handling all that which has been really nice but um it's it's weird the way you release music on the internet now well so while we're talking about jetois as, jetois, as yes. i've been introduced to him um <laughs> jetois. jetois and dilly vanilli dilly, dilly vanilli, vanilli. <laughs> yeah uh do you guys have nicknames for yourselves Fuck no dude. no <laughs> <laughs> i would love I would never to put them. myself out there yeah. like that <laughs> <laughs> um well so you guys uh see there's this is another example of what was i saying i like it i guess it's kind of catchy um, you were talking about JT. JT, Dad's Dash Records. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's him. He is mm-hmm. Dad's Dash Records. Um, and it, it's almost kind of reminiscent of um, what's uh, Jeff's, Jeff Rosenstock's. Uh, oh, he, he's quote unquote. Quote unquote yeah. records. It's yeah. just like another example of like a DIY like initiative. And mm-hmm. so what exactly does he do? I, like, I wish we had him here, but I only have three microphones. Yeah. <laughs> 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 kind of um, Primarily tape releases and, and digital. He's got and six he's, pins. I know that much. Yeah, he mm-hmm. sure does. I, oh man, I have so many <laughs> questions for him. Like, why dad stash? Do you know? I know, and this is a contentious thing between us. But it was my <laughs> DJ name in college. No on shit. W I T R. And I 
yelled at him like jokingly. I was like, yeah, take it. But my name was DJ Dad Stash. And then he denied it feverishly for like a year. And I had no idea. One of the co found Really? Yeah. Yeah. One of, well, so it started off as- I thought like, you were Dr. Jacoby. I was. I had three. Okay. Dr. Jacoby. <laughs> I was Dr. Jacoby. Um, but no, but I mean, long story short, it started with three people and they all lived together at RIT at 168, that house venue yes, that we played our yes. first show at. And um, it ended up eventually just being JT, but they all started it together. And um, that's, oh yeah. And then Joe, Joe reminded him that like, no, it actually was Jake's DJ name, <laughs> but I, I never actually like went on air with it. What, um, so like, how does he play into this process of like producing songs and whatnot? Like where, where does he fit in as far as dad stash? I mean, obviously he's the bassist and he's a mm-hmm. member of the band, but mm-hmm. like, what does he do that maybe you guys don't do? That's, that's a good question. He handles a lot of the press stuff. Oh, really? Because he didn't and... contact me whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> this is the hot seat, too. A lot that's of it, not all really of it. That's a really good point. <laughs> ben handled all of this. This was great. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Ben. It was yeah. nice to have a couple conversations. It's very easy. What, you and me? Yeah, yeah. we don't talk much. Yeah. <laughs> it was all okay. Full disclosure, Ben and I live together. Let me just yes. say I moved Let's out be for clear about a this. reason. Let's be clear. Uh, well, so when you guys look back at Pleasantries now... Um, what does it evoke from you on an individual level or as a band? Wow. What do you think? Mm. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, man. <laughs> I, have a couple, I have a couple things, but you should definitely answer this one. Um, it reminds me a lot of... It's, it is happening at a very particular and I think important time in my life. For real? Yeah. You just well, graduated? I just graduated. I don't know what I'm doing really. Well, you have. But I want to keep doing. You this have a bachelor's degree in history, history right? Yes. So not exactly music related. No, not music related <laughs> <laughs> at all. But um, you seem like you're having more fun than I've ever seen you have. That's good to hear, and you're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yourself, Mr. Walsh. Um, it's weird because these songs are all songs that I wrote like a year ago at this point. All the songs that are on Pleasantries are kind of old and they're still like really close to kind of how I feel about stuff because I'm still, I'm a year ahead of where Ben is right now. So I graduated last May right? and um, it's not any, it's a different type of transitional and strange and I've kind of been trying to like carve my own little corner out to figure out what I'm going to do with the next like five years. Yeah. Um. So it's cool to see these songs that I wrote when I was like a little bit more confused than I am now come into fruition and kind of connect with people too. It's really interesting as a matter of fact. I like So like it. think about how that comes full circle. And like yeah. it's a really tangible thing to be able to be like, oh, that's where I was a year ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now that doesn't matter. For sure. Whatever, you know, maybe the angsty song or whatever. You look back at it and you say, oh, fuck it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I, you got like this rock anth- you know, anthemic vibe from it. I think it's kind of a, like, I think it's a purposeful juxtaposition because I wanted the songs to be, like, super vulnerable and kind of, like, very relatable and not too riddled with metaphor and imagery and stuff because when I was writing folk music, that was, like, the the focus is, like, it's to be direct, but it's also to be poetic. And I think this was, like, an exercise in being very vulnerable but clear and so, like, everyone can understand it, so the barrier to entry is really low. So a lot of the songs are really, really sad, but then they're wearing this like really loud, aggressive rock, like punk influenced, happy sound. Yeah. And it's like, if you really want to think about it, which I tend to do, (laughs) it's like you wrote these songs, I would imagine by yourself, 
and like they're very personal and then you introduce them to your friends and it's like let's fucking rock out to it instead yeah and i want to and i texted ben one time too like i, I kind of want to start being not the only person who writes and i'm very conflicted about that too mm-hmm. so i have no idea how that's gonna go right. i just don't know Probably how to write with people fine. Yeah. yeah i've never done it before i've always written by myself i can see it though ben's got the uh like 1965 era beatles haircut <laughs> at the moment so like yeah. a yeah. lennon and mccartney thing well i am getting a haircut soon why <laughs> i like it all right i won't you hey, also been telling me you're gonna grow the beard out for a long time now i know i haven't I... really seen it oh well, i shaved a, a few days Glad ago to be <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm ruining my image for you. Yeah. Um, you guys have a few music videos out as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One we've already spoken about. Maddie made it very clear that she's in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but this new one for Dreaming, mm-hmm. which is a song that maybe you're going to do mm-hmm. later because yeah. the music hasn't happened yet. Right. <laughs> um, that's a really cool music video. Yeah, that's so the, the, the normal life video um, our friend Sonny Zaman made because he did a really really good job yeah, on that he did. Oh, it was awesome that was dope and then uh, it was better it's not dope <laughs> it was better than dope <laughs> it was better than dope it, yeah. was, it was fucking it sick it was super <laughs> fucking sick of him to do that for us it was extra chill <laughs> no but um, so that was like so well done and we were so I, I like the first time I saw it I was just like I was at my girlfriend Sam's mom's house and I was upstairs in the guest room and I was just like crying my eyes out. I was like, this is so crazy. I can't believe this happened. And then the, this next one is kind of a different thing. Uh, my friend Anna, who's now our friend Anna, um, is really into virtual reality, like four dimensional video. So she came into 1809 with these two tripods that had basically spheres of GoPros. Yeah. And then we just, uh, we totally played it live. <laughs> no, we, attra- we tracked the whole album live, but we basically put, the tr- the take in our headphones and played along to it right and then she filmed that so now you can kind of be in the room with us so you can pan around and like look at dylan's drumming face or like mm-hmm. look at jt's power stance or watch ben like hop around <laughs> oh i love the ben yeah. hop yeah. just to be clear yeah. me yeah. too <laughs> it's great <laughs> um that is very exciting um what do you guys have in store for like the release we, we've we've mentioned it's July first. Mm-hmm. Pleasantries. Can we talk out. about the show? I don't know if we can do that. I think yet. we can. There's uh, gonna. We're gonna. Uh, shit. We okay. could probably just talk about. Well, it. Well, don't forget, I can edit all of this. Out. Oh yeah, yeah, no, for yeah. sure. We'll talk Let's, about it. We yeah. just won't name any specifics. Right. You'll. By the time this is out, it'll probably have been announced. But shortly after the day of the release, we're gonna be playing kind of like a daytime show, um, and that's I think just in case about all I should say about it, but yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun and other bands involved, other bands. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be cool. during the day. I think it's safe to say all, um, d- all day, all day, all day. Yeah. All day. Oh yeah. And yeah. all night. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Not well, all night. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess speaking of like concerts and concert venues, you guys um, are sticking to kind of the house show vibe at the moment. Mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. That's, uh, that's what I like. It's and, more but also, fun. also bars too. It's more communal. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you guys played the bug jar as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we, uh, have been talking for a while now. You guys are going to do some songs for us, but is there anything else that you guys want, uh, these fine people to know about yourselves or anything like that? I, I, here's a good question. What do you guys do outside of total yuppies? Um, a I, lot uh, of stuff. yeah, <laughs> we have jobs kind of, I think Wade is 
feigning masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys <laughs> masturbate a lot? Well, I wouldn't well. say a lot. But, uh. Define a lot. Define <laughs> masturbate. <laughs> well, Jake. Um, this band is kind of me just masturbating. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wait, uh, just to be clear, is that what you're alluding to? <laughs> it's so true. Now, what do we do? I don't know. Well, uh, you um, are a radio person yourself. I do. Oh, yeah. I work at, um, well, I volunteer at Wayo, which is a local um, open format, low power radio station. I love it, too. It's a, Thank you. It's a great, it, I, I love it there. The message of Wayo is what radio used to be. Mm-hmm. And it's sad that an industry, and this is, you know, your deep hipster talk here. <laughs> it's sad that an industry has turned radio into like automation purely you mm-hmm. know what i mean um wayo is awesome because sometimes the djs aren't the best yeah. but it still gives them a platform to rock themselves yeah um also there's this one dude who i love listening to i think he's saturday nights he mm-hmm. plays like strictly reggae oh yeah reggae yard with mr bill he's <laughs> awesome <laughs> that dude, dude. a total chiller he's so, <laughs> awesome. so uh well you were with wayo uh from the beginning not for, not really, but when we stu- when we got like a studio before they went live for sure before we went live yeah yeah but it's been an effort um, and I don't I I won't name every name because I know I'll leave one out but mm-hmm. kind of the like grand poobah of Wayo and one of the visionaries and like smartest people and kindest people that I know Mike Yates right. is kind of is one of the co-founders and takes care of a lot of stuff there and there's a ton of other people um, that I I work with um, that are just the most like passionate driven kind people because yeah. everyone, you know, no one's getting paid. It's all just, you know, so everyone can be included and feel like they're doing something worth doing. I think is, it's, I think it's so important. Yeah. You've been on. Yeah. You've been, a uh, Jake and I have been on way. Well, yeah, because you, oh, yeah. um, you don't have a regular show, correct? No, I'm, I'm like a floating substitute, but you plug mm. in. Yeah. I plug in every once in a while and jack you, in. So you jack in. <laughs> As opposed to, of course, jacking, jacking out. off. <laughs> um, so, well, like with Wayo, when you have your, sh- like when you're hosting a show, do you, is it you bringing in your own music or yeah. do you have, do you have to pick from a bank? Do you play like an actual record? Like what's it, what's it look like? It's, uh, it's totally open format. So people are allowed to do whatever they want as long as it abides by FCC guidelines um, so usually when I'll go in, I'll get a text in the morning from Mike usually, and it'll say, Hey, do you want to do an hour or two today? Uh, this person's not going to be here. So I'll go up to my shelf and grab a couple records. I try to do pretty much all vinyl just cause it feels like a more active, like DJing thing. It's a little bit more sure. fun. Um, and then I'll usually play like Django Reinhardt behind my voice while I'm talking. Mm. Um, but when I can, I have guests on. One time I had Sean, who's in the room, and Ben. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ben did a Randy Jackson character for most of the hour <laughs> we played Beyonce. <laughs> and um, it was fun. I don't know. It's really nice to be able to do whatever you want as long as you're being like respectful and courteous and knowing that it's such a privilege to have complete freedom on the radio. My show's called the One Good Dog Garbage Pop Radio Hour. Oh, I love it. It's <laughs> stupid, and I really like it. It's Mine's called best. Geneseo Today. Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, hell yeah, but I mean, <laughs> yours sounds so much more fun. <laughs> it's, um, I like it. I don't know. It's a good, it's a, it's a nice thing to be able to do, and I did radio in college, and I, you know, my last year there, I was kind of overwhelmed with graduating, and, you know, like, what the fuck am I going to do? So I, I didn't have, like, the mental space, I don't think, to do a show. So it's nice to have 
you know, and it still feels like that sometimes. So it's nice to not have an obligation, but it's nice to be able to go in and be like, yeah, I'll play, um, I'll play a bunch of records for a little while. Here's a 15 minute long electric wizard song. It's great. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's fun. Well, uh, Total Yuppies is here to stay. Correct. Maybe. Like what you got, you, you guys we, seem very determined. We're not quitting right now. Well, yeah, <laughs> I would hope not. You have your first EP coming out. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, again, that is Pleasantries. Yes. Uh, why, why Pleasantries? Um, I remember, I, I think a lot of it is because sometimes I get really uncomfortable with like small talk. Like, um, when you're first meeting someone, the, the pleasantries of it, like, what do you do? Uh, what, like, what, what do you do for work? What did you go to school for? Just all this kind of nice, like intro chatty stuff. And that was always kind of stuff that I really dreaded because I wasn't sure about a lot of that stuff. I went to school undecided cause I wanted to play music and that wasn't in the cards financially as far as school went. So I was undecided for school, so I never really knew what to tell people when yeah. I was like, why did you choose your major? And I don't really know what to tell people when they ask me what I do, because I, I do like four different things, yeah. and it's somehow like all working right now. So <laughs> I think, and it, it came together um, like last, last summer, because we found a picture on Maddie's phone of me like holding up an empty beer box or something that had the word pleasantries written on it. <laughs> oh, nice. And I had forgotten what we were going to name it because that was like so far in the past at that mm-hmm. point. And then Maddie like showed me the picture on her phone and I was like, oh shit, yeah, let's, that's definitely what it's going to be called. <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah. Um, well, while we're on names, Total Yuppies, I, I think it's a great name. Uh, what does it mean to be a Total Yuppie? Can you be a Yuppie? Go, Ben. Do you uh, have to be a total yuppie? No. <laughs> uh, you can be uh, anything, really. Thank you, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you want. If you would like to be a yuppie, go for it. But like, does the does the name have any significance? Does it carry weight it with it? Something your hairdresser came up with, right? Yeah, it's like a combination of that, and then it's kind of just like a self dig. Because yeah. when I moved downtown, I moved down to Oxford Street in mm. a house that my aunt owned. So my aunt was my landlord for a while, which is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It, was, it really wasn't that bad. Um, it's just weird to mix business and family. I'm giving you money. I love you. Like, <laughs> I love you. So it was It was like just a little, I don't know. It was tedious. I, I loved her, and she was also my landlord. Yeah. And my Uncle John was great. So it was like a weird thing. But we moved down there, and my hairdresser, who ended up being like a complete fucking bigot. Oh. Like she was super racist and intensely religious and would always just like dump all of her garbage on me when I was getting my hair cut. So one day I told her I moved downtown and she was just like, oh, that's just a bunch of yuppies down there. Cause it's in like the Park Ave neighborhood. And she's completely right. Like, she's totally true. And I was like, huh, am I a yuppie? And uh, apparently, yes, like young urban professional. So it's kind of like a self dig because I'm not a professional right now but I am young and urban. <laughs> At least something came out of that Trump supporter. That, yeah. That was significant. It was so strange. I don't, I don't, I don't go to her anymore. She <laughs> said something terrible that I won't repeat, but I was like halfway through a haircut and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? This is the worst thing in the world that you're doing. Just right storm now. out, have half a haircut. Uh, yeah. It was really weird. <laughs> Worth it. She was shaving my neck, so I didn't want her to like uh, Sweeney Todd me. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yeah. Well, dudes, uh, you guys are going to do a few songs for us. Yeah. 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 We, will in the future i hope we don't fuck it up definitely not going to just put them in at the end of the conversation good idea um but i want to say thank you guys again this was awesome thank you love you both very much thank you uh, too man i will see you soon at your shows yeah Uh, and you guys are on facebook twitter instagram all that we're on i have been off twitter 
because I formed an emotional addiction to it in 2013. <laughs> so I've been off of it for a while. Been there. But, uh, <laughs> but we're on Facebook. Uh, I post on Facebook a lot. Um, so if you want to keep up with anything that we do, we're on Facebook. We have a band camp and we have an Instagram page where I post pictures of Ben at various sporting events, apparently. Mm. <laughs> oh, yes. I saw that with your, um, was it a Pittsburgh Wrestling? Yes. Yep. I yep. wouldn't fuck with you. Go Amherst. You, you shouldn't. No one should. <laughs> Ben's ben super violent. very threatening. Yeah. If you're listening in, you yeah. can't really tell, but I'm, I've been on edge this it'll come entire across. time. It'll come across. <laughs> it'll, fuck, it'll come across. Dudes, thank you again. <laughs> Thanks, man. This is fun. Much love. <laughs> cool. I don't want to go outside tonight Cause if I do I just might run into somebody I know From home I instead elect to clean my room In keeping with the rest of my soggy home
Cool. What was that song? It was called Dreaming. 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 I added the G at the end, and at the last minute. What do we got next? Um. Oh. Whoops. What? <laughs> <laughs> um. What do you want to do? Mac Fund winner. Let's do Mac Fund. No, it's shit. That's, that's not, not what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> um. This song is called um, "The Negativity That You Put Into the World Is Your Own." I've lived here 21 years, 21 years, 21 years I'm not alone in this town, alone in this town Your impression of me on Caroline Street Wherever we meet, largely from standing in crowds But oh look at that I'll go home now Normal aggression aside He's really quite nice I've known him some time this band plays at my bar I like them so far He gets along with your girl That beautiful girl A really small world She can't remember his name But she knows his face from the pictures It's not
lip to the microphone. It's like we're kissing. Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> So long. 